Hello and welcome to M's Authority Podcast. I am M and you are listening to episode number 10. Thank you for joining me here on this beautiful Moon Day Monday. I am so grateful you have chosen to have me in your ears wherever it is that you are listening to me, um, whether that means you're driving, you're walking, whatever you're doing. Thank you. I'm so deeply grateful that you are here with me. Um, I hope that you've had a beautiful weekend and you're off to a beautiful start for this week. Um, I'm going to be speaking into the Virgo new moon, which is happening later this week on the 15th, uh, which must be Friday, I think, if my days are correct. Perhaps it's Thursday. It's late. I'm doing this. I'm very last minute. I'm recording this on Sunday night at 8.30 and this potty drops tomorrow morning. Um, so just cutting things a bit fine, but hey, we are rolling with it and it is all fucking good. Um, now the Virgo new moon is what I'll be talking about towards the end. Um, and I'll probably have a little bit of a, a speak, speak a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a chat into, um, a few things around gratitude and a few quotes and things that I've been pulling apart and things that I've really been working with um, in my own journey of personal development and all of the things. Um, So we'll touch on that. But um, before I really get stuck into this episode, again, if you haven't already, could you please um, like and rate or review this um, podcast? And also, if you haven't subscribed in your favourite podcast, I'm losing my words. Subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. That would be absolutely fantastic. I would be so grateful. The more um, downloads and things that I have, the more reach I get and the more searchable I am, which therefore means I can spread my beautiful message to inspire everyone to live in their aligned, um, divine, guided energies with the stars and also inspire them to step the fuck up and step into their power and own their truth and authority. So uh, that would mean the world to me if you could do that. And the other couple of things before I jump into the episode, um, I also have one-to-one astrology readings available. Um, If that is of interest, there are always links in the show notes um, to go and book that in. Um, In those sessions, we discuss your whole chart, we break it down. um, And depending on your level of understanding of astrology, um, for your first chart reading, I will literally break down um, everything as it is in your soul bru- uh, blue- blueprint. Gosh, losing the words today. Um, and yeah, we also look at your gifts, your purpose, and so, so much more beauty and details in all of the planetary alignments in your blueprint. And yeah, if you've already got an understanding of astrology, I also offer transit readings, which means I can literally tell you exactly what is upcoming for you in terms of energy um, and how the planets are directly affecting you. So when I tell you about the moons and or any planetary shifts, uh, you will know exactly how that's going to be showing up for you in your chart. So that is super powerful to um, have and to have access to that information. So please book that in if that resonates with you. Um, And also you would notice that I'm also doing my one-to-one mentoring. So I am on the hunt for three women, um, specifically mums who have a beautiful and grand vision. 
um, of the life that they would love to live um, and the business that they would love to create, but they just don't know what the next steps are. So if this is you and you hold that vision and that dream and you have that you know, that idea, but you just don't know what's next and you just don't know if you can get there or how to do it, that's where I come in and I will help guide you and mentor you through all of that Um, because I've been there, I am doing that and I've been in business for a few years now. So I have that business experience as well and I will align you to what is happening with your stars as well and weave all of my astrology magic into those mentoring sessions as well. So those are the ways you can work with me. Uh, Now I've banged on about that, wasted a few minutes of your time. Actually, I haven't wasted it because you might have learned something. Anywho, let's jump into this episode. So um, recently I have been playing around with this quote. Now, I had a business mentor with my business, um, my exercise physiology business. And one time we were at it, we used to have uh, quarterly conferences And I was at a conference one time and this was the first time that I'd heard him say this. And it was always grateful, never satisfied. Now, fast forward, uh, rewind back to whenever that was about three, four years ago. I, in my mind, was thinking, that doesn't make sense because you you should just be grateful. Like, just shut up and be grateful for what you have. Like, don't not be satisfied. Like, I don't really understand that. And I kind of was just like, oh, that just seems like he's a bit kind of like, up himself, a bit of a dick. <laughs> that was my thoughts. Like, I just didn't understand it, right? And I was like, why would you not be satisfied? Like, if you're grateful, how can you not be satisfied? And literally now, like, it just came and dawned upon me, like, literally in the last few weeks that I was like, fuck, I get it now. You can be so grateful for where you are and not be satisfied because if you were satisfied, then how do you have the drive to continue to go on and chase your dreams or to go to the next thing that you're wanting to call in or whatever um, it is that you're wanting to create? And I was like, wow, I really um, just, that just landed for me that, you know, we can actually still be grateful and not force that gratitude either because, you know, I was in a predicament where I was just like, yes, I'm grateful, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) That sounds real, um, real shitty there. But you know what I mean? Like when someone's just like, you know, you should be so grateful for the position you're in. And like, sometimes it is hard to see the gratitude when you're looking bit tunnel vision down to like, well, I'm not at the place that I want to be right now, but that's the beauty and the lessons. You have to be grateful for where you're at right now. Right. And yeah, with that quote, it's like, how can you be grateful right now with exactly where you are, not be a hundred percent quote unquote satisfied because not being or not having that satisfaction continues to give you that drive to move forward, to chase your dreams and to be okay with wanting more. And this is what I, you know, you've heard me say it before, but I want it all. I want to have it all. And when that kind of like I was aligning to that and that frequency of, you know, having it all and calling all of it in. And I was like, oh fuck, I get this quote now. Like it just dropped in and landed. So Yeah, where in your life have you perhaps even, you know, forced, like there's this whole thing in our culture around um, like forceful or like toxic gratitude, right? And you would have heard it like, you know, when someone says like, you know, I want this, but I want more and someone will turn around and be like, well, you're not grateful for what you have. And it's like, well, no, I didn't say that I wasn't not grateful. I just said that I'm also wanting to have more. And like that person, well, not always, but in some instances, that person can shut you down. And you're like, oh, 
um, okay then, well, I guess I should just be grateful for what I have and just fucking don't worry about playing playing big. I'm just going to keep playing small and keep being here in this little box that I'm putting myself in. Well, not that like you might not be putting yourself in, but other people want to put that box over you. And yeah, it really just dawned on me. It's just like, how often do we do that as society? Like, and I know I, even with my child, um, my, obviously I have two children, (laughs) one is talking, the other one is only eight months. So she's not quite at, um, the level of my six, nearly seven-year-old. Um, but I probably forced this um, forced gratitude upon him, like especially when it comes to foods and things. And I'm like, you should be grateful that you even have food. They're starving children in Africa, <laughs> which, you know, is true. And I, I do want him to appreciate gratitude and things like that. But I feel like as a society, we've really kind of tainted this whole concept of gratitude and it's lost its potency and you know, gratitude is a high vibrational frequency and energy to embody and to be in. And when we're having to force that, um, I don't think you can force the energy behind it. You know, you might be able to force it conditionally in society, but when it comes to what you're energetically putting out to the universe, um, you can't force that. And yeah, it'd be interesting to see what kind of energies, even myself, I've been guilty of it, what I've been putting out when I've kind of forced gratitude. Um, And yeah, it's a really interesting piece because Yes, gratitude is extremely important to understand and recognize and accept exactly everything that you have right now in this moment because, you know, rewind to say five or however many years ago that this is what you once wanted. Uh, And that's what I have to constantly remind myself. And sometimes it just goes to show us that one, if we're not 100% clear on what exactly it is that we're calling in, um, when it actually lands, like our words and our thoughts and everything is powerful in terms of our manifestation process. And when it actually lands, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I called that in, but I forgot that, you know, I wanted to feel X, Y, Z too. <laughs> and so we can get caught in that trap. And I know I've been guilty of this because I'm literally the prime example. I am pretty fucking good at manifesting stuff and I have my whole life. However, um, I've probably been lacking a little bit of the clarity around it. And the predicament and the position, well, not predicament, not a predicament, the position that I'm in right now with, um, you know, being a stay-at-home mum, living in, like I literally manifested this place where it has a studio space. Um, It's got my office space. It's beautiful on bushland, in nature. It's on tank water, like all of the things. I could grow my own produce. Again, I'm working on getting the gardens established. Um, Just haven't had the time with the business, (laughs) my eight-month-old, but we're working on that. Um. And so I literally called all this stuff in. And then, you know, a few months ago, I was just here and I was like, oh my gosh, I called all of this in, but why am I happy? Like all, it's not that I wasn't happy. It's just like what I was missing the fulfillment part, I think. And then I just really, it dawned on me. It was just like, well, you have to be happy right now in this moment to then whatever you're manifesting from or the place that you're manifesting from here right now is exactly how you're going to feel when that comes into your life. So I want you to kind of think about when you're manifesting something. So, you know, we've got this new moon coming up and I'll speak into this around manifestations and calling in and planting your seeds and all that sort of stuff, but really bringing in the emotions behind it. And this is, again, something I'm still learning myself. I'm by no means perfect, um, but I think I do have quite good self-awareness around this. So when you're looking at, yeah, say, um, for instance, let's say in one year's time, you want to move to, um, okay, if you're working a job and you want to move to a new position at another location um, and that's what you're calling it. 
Okay, so you can manifest and call that in and work towards that. And then when you're actually there, how are you going to feel? Because if you didn't call in and work into your emotions and your feelings with how that is actually going to make you feel, I guarantee if you didn't say that you want to feel fulfilled or, you know, you want it to make you feel, not that, again, we want to tie our things to external um, uh, external thing, uh, external manifestations in terms of like, just because you have that job doesn't mean it's going to make you happy because we know that happiness comes intrinsically and we can just choose to be happy right now in this moment. So I guess I'm kind of, yeah, wanting to say with my experience and my example was that I think the fulfillment part was something that I had kind of missed the boat on and I wasn't feeling fulfilled from where I was manifesting from. And when I actually called in everything that I wanted and I was like, I'm actually, why am I not feeling fulfilled right now? Like, I don't understand. And then it was like, well, when you called this in and when you were manifesting all of this, you weren't thinking of fulfillment and that wasn't on your agenda and you weren't feeling fulfilled where you were from there. So what I'm really working on now is, okay, so I haven't quite got to, you know, the fulfillment that I want right now. And I'm actually just going to choose that even with where I am right now, even though it's not perfect or 100% exactly where I'm going and where I want to go in life, how can I just be fulfilled right now in this moment? And how can I feel so grateful that, you know, I have everything that I once wished for right now in this moment? And even if it's not perfect, even if it's not, you know, like I don't have my millions of dollars yet, I don't have my dream home yet, I don't have, you know, the external things, I can still start to feel that right now here exactly where I am. And I can start to embody those traits of what I would envision that my life will be like when I have those things. So when I have, you know, my millions of dollars, like what would that person feel like? Like they're going to feel wealthy. Like I tell myself every day, like I'm wealthy and I, you know, even if my bank account doesn't (laughs) quite match that just yet, but that's the energy that I'm putting out for when I do call those things in is that I'm living by that um, emotion of wealth and it's wealth's not an emotion, but you know, I (laughs) am embodying Uh, what it is to be that um, type of person, right? To be wealthy. And, you know, this comes back to a whole myriad of things where we're looking at, um, you know, being before you're doing or before you have. And um, I've done a little bit of work with Jim Fortin and, you know, he is the prime example of, and this is his teachings is, you know, how can you be it before you do it to have it? Or he says like be, be times do equals have. So how can you combine the two to then have what it is and call in exactly what you want in life? Um, I feel like I'm probably a bit rambly because, again, it's like now 10 to 9 on a Sunday night. So I hope you're with me. I hope this is making sense and I hope this is learning because I'm kind of going into a bit of quantum manifestation quite deeply, <laughs> if I'm being honest. So, um, yeah, let me know your thoughts if that's landing. Um, but that's really where... This whole, I've had such a big, you know, awakening around all of this kind of quantum manifestations and things that I'm calling in and working with and what I've, what mistakes I've made and how I've learned from those mistakes and what I'm doing now uh, moving forward in this future um, with my business and my life and all of the things. And it really, I'm coming back to this quote, you know, always grateful, but never satisfied. Okay. So now that you kind of have my understanding of this quote, I hope that that can help you with, you know, being okay with wanting more because at the end of the day, you can have anything you fucking want in this lifetime. There are infinite potentialities and there is infinite abundance within this universe. And you actually 
can have it all. You just have to decide. You have to embody that frequency of having it all. And the universe will simply deliver if you take inspired action on that. And the hardest part is to get out of our own shit, get out of our own stories, our own conditions that we've placed upon ourselves or society's placed upon ourselves and start to embody those higher frequency emotional states and things. And I guarantee you, you will get there, darling. You will fucking get there just as I will. And you will too. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's really cool work and I love playing with it. And every day I'm like noticing a difference. And right now I've just really got back into, um, Joe Dispenza's meditations. Um, if you haven't checked him out, please go and check out his work. He is absolutely fucking amazing. And the stories that he has, um, there's various podcasts that he's been a part of. I don't think he doesn't have his own podcast, but um, yeah, go and find him on Instagram, look up some YouTube meditations. Um, they are wild and it's really cool because his is, um, all based in real science. Like he's a doctor of, I think he's a neuroscientist. I don't know what he actually calls himself. He's not a neuroscientist. Maybe he is. He's some kind of brain doctor person. Um, that sounds real smart. Em. I know, <laughs> but I know he has a proper title and I'm just going to butcher it. So I'm not even going to say it. Uh, but go and check him out and, yeah, have a go at some of his meditations. Again, if you haven't meditated much before, um, some can be pretty heavy. Um, and so, you know, it, it will all come with practice, but you might find it's very hard to um, kind of embody and envision some of the things and the processes that he takes you through on those transcendental meditations. But essentially he wants to take you into, with his meditations, he wants to take you into the quantum realm of no time, no space, no body. Like you're literally just part of quantum consciousness um, so I've been hanging out there a lot and it's really, it's a fucking great place, might I add. Um, sometimes I, when I have to end my meditation, I'm like, oh, I have to come back to real 3D world. Uh, no, um, I mean, that's the, that's what this work is. It's about being in that space and then allowing you to be conscious of your thoughts and everything to then bring them back down when you come out of that meditation to live and embody as if you were in that infinite potential quantum realm as well. Um, so super powerful. Anyways, uh, I probably talked a little bit longer about that than what I wanted. Um, now I want to move into prepping you guys for the dark moon. So it's technically a new moon, but it falls um, in the sign of Virgo as a dark moon and the moon actually goes new later that day, but it will head into Libra. So a bit confusing. It's a bit technical, but it's technically a dark moon. They call it a balsamic moon before the moon goes new, um, but it's still a great time to really just get out that final purging part. Normally a new moon is obviously for planting seeds and intentions. So do that later in the day, in the mornings or in the days leading up to this, um, the moon moves into the Virgo from the 13th of September. So that must be like, oh, Tuesday, I think, um, maybe Wednesday. I don't know. I, my days are all a bit over the place. Um, no, it must be Wednesday. Yep. So that will be Wednesday on the 13th. And yeah, so that Virgo moon, the moon will move into Virgo from 13 um, and it will be a, what we call a balsamic moon phase. So again, it's that last part to cleanse out and purge and clear before we plant our seeds. So that's that last final part of the darkness before the moon becomes new and then we plant the seeds. Okay. So that's just the, the first part of that that I wanted to highlight for you. Um, so yeah, set the intentions later that evening um, into the 15th. But yeah, there's so much energy building. Um, we're obviously in Virgo season and we have been since um, the 
3rd of August, I think it was, we moved into Virgo season. Don't quote me on dates. Haven't got it written in front of me. Um, so yeah, we've been in this energy for a little while now and we'll still continue to be in it until the 23rd when we have the spring equinox, which I'll talk more about next week in next week's episode. Um, so I just want to keep it pretty much, um, around this, yeah, what's happening exactly with this Virgo moon for today's episode. Um, so yeah, we have already been in this Virgo energy and Virgo is all about refinement. It's about being of service, um, really wanting to fix things um and you know it's the last sign the last kind of sign of winter for us here in the um, southern hemisphere um before we move into that spring so it's the last time to kind of really get things cleared away so it's a beautiful time to start your spring cleans and clear out some stuff before we're calling in this new spring energy um so yeah if you haven't already felt the urge to do that this virgo season um now would be a really good time and yeah, it will help you become clearer in what you're calling in as well. So that's the first thing. Um, and yeah, some other themes around Virgo are wanting to, Virgos want us to um, try to be perfect, but through the refinement, yes, we can make things better. But um, to me, the perfection does not exist. Um but if you ask a Virgo, they will try to tell you that perfection does exist, but nothing is ever perfect, okay? So, um, you know, really working on how can you refine things, how can you make things better in your life, uh, but not necessarily letting it hold you back if it's not perfect. Um, that's the other thing with Virgo and the shadow side of that is it can stop or not put things out to the world or do things because it fears that it's not perfect. Um, so as long as it's refined and it's well done and all the things you know and this can be very depending on what it is that you're putting out to the world um but that is you know a little bit of a snapshot of what virgo energy is so when we look at that as a new moon it's about new beginnings and this moon is actually really powerful for new beginnings um you know we've been through a time with the energies of late with all these big moon um, full moons in pisces that last um sign full moon sign in the zodiac that, that makes no sense <laughs> the last full moon um, for the Zodiac before we start a new Zodiac full moon sequence and sign in Aries um, at the end of this month. So, you know, it's really about really closing out what we've been through and really stepping through the door to this new energy. Um, and then obviously we have spring coming up and this moon is also happening like Mercury, we're still in Mercury retrograde right now. And, you know, that was all about slowing down. I spoke about that in the Virgo episode as well. Um, and really being reflective and going into that retrospection. Um, so Mercury is still in retrograde, but how on when this moon goes um, to its new moon phase on the 15th, um, later that night at 8.21 p.m., Mercury goes direct again, which means that it will start moving forward and things will start to pick up and the energy will start to pick up again. So, um, yeah, this is why it's going to be such a, a beautiful time to then, after you've done all that reflecting and all that work and refined what didn't work and all of the things, plant the seeds and get ready for the new... Um, moon cycle and the new energies that we're calling in right now so planting those seeds of intention manifest under this um it's a really beautiful time to manifest however don't get caught up in the illusions because um neptune is also opposing this moon so um having that as an opposition 
means that sometimes things we can be under a little bit of illusion. Um, however, we've been in this Neptunian energy for a little bit. So I think by now you're starting to get the picture of what's real and what's not. So don't let that phase you because, um, again, it's not the biggest player within this moon. Um, the other thing that I did need to mention is that Venus has now also gone direct. So the two personal planets that were in retrograde have gone direct um, and we will slowly start to come out of some of the other bigger planets moving in their direct um they finish their retrograde periods and they will start to go direct as well um i haven't got the other outer planet dates um then i don't think there's one for the rest of this week um but i think there's a one or two coming up where we're moving direct for a few of the outer planets um i think saturn is one of them but that actually might be not until december maybe i don't know don't quote me again i was a little bit ill prepared for this episode so i haven't quite um you know snapshotted uh too far ahead into the future is yeah um anyways i am just rambling about that so the other part to this moon is that it forms a grand earth tree now um it is training to jupiter and uranus in taurus um and so Uranus is having a direct square to this at 22 degrees. Um, sorry, not square, train. So train is a nice free-flowing form of energy. Um, it's easier energy to work with and it's not a struggle or it doesn't cause us um, any discomfort or pressure to work through. So it's a much easier flowing energy. And, you know, we've been under the thumb of jupiter for a little while as well um you know he's been doing his retrograde as well through taurus um and he'll be in retrograde for a little bit there um and uranus has also been in taurus for a little while too so having this activated in all three of the earth signs oh and the other one um that makes up part of this train is pluto and capricorn so if i'm making no sense to you like you don't have to really understand what it is like a train <laughs> essentially but just know that in the chart it makes a triangle form and it's just a nice free-flowing form of energy and basically what it all means is that having an earth um, train or an earth activation, I'd like to call that, um, it's really giving us the permission to ground in all of the things that we've learned through this past season. Um, you know, we've been through a lot <laughs> and we're still going through a lot, but it's I'm giving you the heads up. The energy is getting easier. It's starting to move forward. Um, we're coming out of this real thick time. And I'm not the only one who's been feeling this. I know there's been heaps of you that are like, what the fuck is going on the stars end? Because it's been wild. And yes, it has been wild energies. But I'm here to tell you that we are moving into just such a beautiful, nice time um, seeing out the end of the year. And yeah, it's just going to be really beautiful, grounded earth energy to work with with this moon. So, um, yeah, I would say the best things to do are to ground in Earth, connect to nature. Um, that is a really strong theme coming through with this um, because you can then, yeah, physically ground whatever it is that you've learned in these retrograde periods um, and whatever it is that you need to change, that you want to manifest and call in, um, do things differently, this is the time to do that. Now that we've had and done this work of releasing, purging, and I know so many of you have been in this stage of purging, that Pisces full moon got everyone good. Um, mine was a little bit of a delayed reaction. And to be honest, the Pisces full moon wasn't too bad for me. Um, it was the Mercury Kazemi, which happened um, on Wednesday last week. 
Um, may or may not have had a nervous breakdown, but hey, I am back. I am good. Um, you know, sometimes you have to have to break downs to break through. Um, so the energies have been wild. And yeah, know that you're not alone if you've been feeling a bit fucked. <laughs> That's the only word I can, um, you know, kind of label that as. So things are going to get easier. I have good news, guys. I have good news. It's going to get easier. And especially um, as we build into the following week uh, where we have the spring equinox, which officially marks the start of spring um, and Libra season. And that is going to bring us all back into balance and really be such a beautiful time to start to see all the work that we've done and all the things we've been calling in start to manifest into physical form and start to blossom and you know, it's going to be a bit of a time to start our harvest. And yeah, it's just, I'm excited to see what comes up for me personally and excited to see what's coming up for so many of you too. So yeah, that's kind of this moon in a nutshell and the energy that we're in. I hope this has been helpful. I hope that you have got something out of this. I hope that it wasn't too technical. Sometimes I can get a little bit technical um, and all of the things with the astrology. I try my best to break it down for you guys and to make it simple and practical and do you know what? At the end of the day, um, sometimes we can overcomplicate stuff. And sometimes I look at the astrology and I'm like, fuck, I just made this so complicated. Like I can literally just tell people to just like, okay, now's the time to ground your energy, go out in nature and set your intentions. Um, if that's all you got from that, then great, because that's what you need to do. And that's the practical embodiment of this um, energy. And again, know that if you have been doing the work, which I'm sure you have, if you listen to my podcast, um, I dare say you're the type of person that is doing the work. Um, So you guys will be fine. You're already tapped into this energy before I've even probably told you about it. And it's probably just validating exactly how you're feeling anyway. So that is all for me today. I am so grateful that you have given me 30 minutes of your time um, to listen to this. And I am so grateful. I love the the podcast. It actually just lights me up so much. Like I literally get off from recording these. Well, poor choice of words. Um, I don't physically get off from... (laughs) Oh, I make myself laugh. Uh, I don't physically get off uh, from this podcast, FYI. Just um, <laughs> I I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> I meant like it just makes me, it fills me up so much. Like I come off these calls, or not calls, but um, recordings, and I'm just so energized. And I was feeling pretty uh, flat and a little bit um, before I recorded this. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm bringing the right energy to record. I don't know if what I'm putting out is good stuff. But you know what? I think each episode I'm getting fucking good. I'm getting better, baby. <laughs> um, well, anyways, I'd like to know your thoughts if um, if you think that um, or you think that I could improve more. I'm also open to that as well. You know, um, that's how we learn and grow. So let me know. Um, but yeah, it's just been, I am absolutely loving and enjoying these podcasts. So yeah, if you've been loving them too, please reach out. Um, I love hearing from you guys and I really, yeah, love when you message me on Insta and let me know you've been listening or um, connect with me in any other way that you know how to, um, it's amazing and I love it. And I just want, yeah, your feedback and to see how you're enjoying this. And if you haven't already, share this with a friend. Um, Like, do them a favour and let them listen to me because I'm pretty fucking awesome if I say so myself. Wow, that just sounds really um, like I'm blowing my own horn, uh, which I am, but 
you know, I'm proud, I'm proud of what I do. So anyways, I was going and then I just rambled for a minute. So apologies. Uh, love you all. And I shall see you all. No, I won't. I say it every week. I will um, be in your ear holes next Monday on Moonday as always. Um, until then, I send you all my blessings and gratitudes. Mwah!